You are listening to Western Iowa's information leader, KCIM. I'm Nathan Cones here with your noon news for Monday, December 19th, 2022. Christmas is less than a week away, and one local church is bringing the story of Jesus Christ's birth to life Wednesday here in Carroll. According to Terry Plocker, pastor at Carroll's First United Methodist Church, this is the first year they've hosted a live nativity, but it's not the first for Carroll County. It's something that's been done in the past in Carroll County. There used to be one in Glidden, and they're no longer doing that over there. And there were some folks in the church who missed that and decided they wanted to provide that opportunity to people in Carroll County ourselves. So we set up the live nativity for the 21st for Wednesday, and we're going to have live animals and live actors and carolers. Plocker adds the live nativity is scheduled for 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. on Wednesday, December 21st at 1621 North Main Street in Carroll. As temperatures take a turn toward bitterly cold this week, he notes attendees can stay in the warmth of their cars as they pass through. And it's a drive-through event. You come in the parking lot and drive through, listen to the carolers, look at the nativity, stay as long as you like, and then leave when you're ready. Just a way for people to observe the deep, significant meaning of the holiday in a way that's convenient for them and kind of fun for us. Plocker says there is absolutely no cost to visit Wednesday's live nativity, but they will be collecting donations for local food pantries from individuals able to give. If you want to make a donation to the food pantry, we will have a place where you can make a donation to the food pantries because that's a big need right now in, in all of our food pantries. But there's no obligation for you to bring anything unless you want to. Plocker adds the live nativity is a great way for Christians to celebrate together. The nativity is a kind of a universal thing for all churches, and there are a lot of differences between our denominations and churches. This is one thing we can all gather around and celebrate our common story of the birth of Christ. Again, First United Methodist Church of Carroll's live nativity will be held in the church's east parking lot off of Main Street from 5 to 7 on Wednesday, December 21st. The Iowa Department of Health and Human Services says influenza activity in the state has been upgraded to high in their latest Iowa respiratory virus surveillance report. For the week spanning December 4th through December 10th, 235 hospitalizations connected to influenza were recorded and 277 schools in Iowa reported 10% or more absenteeism due to illness, including two in Sac County, four in Carroll County, one in Greene County, two in Audubon County, and two in Guthrie County. Data from recent years shows flu activity typically persists through mid-March. State health officials know it is not too late to receive a seasonal flu shot. and Those who have not done so yet, particularly young children, the elderly, and individuals at increased risk of complications get vaccinated as soon as possible. People who suspect they may have the flu are encouraged to reduce its spread and stay home for at least 24 hours after a fever recedes. More data regarding Iowa flu activity is available with this story on our website. And the 118th U.S. Congress begins in just over two weeks on January 3rd, but Iowa's 4th District Congressman Randy Feenstra says it is not clear yet to what committees he will be appointed. Republicans won a narrow majority in the House of Representatives during the midterm elections. The GOP has not officially selected a Speaker of the House, but Feenstra anticipates Representative Kevin McCarthy of California will likely end up in the position. He says that is when they'll begin sorting through the 250-plus committees and subcommittees. So coming into the session, we've first got to pick our leader. The plan is that McCarthy will be our majority leader. And then we go down the path of a steering committee picking the committees that we're going to be on. 
Feenstra is nearing the end of his first term in the House, serving in the minority on the House Agriculture, Budget, and Science, Space, and Technology committees. Feenstra says he's optimistic that he will have the opportunity to serve on the Ag Committee again, just in the majority. Obviously, I'm a passionate supporter of agriculture, and I want to do everything for agriculture, whether that be trade, whether it be taxes, whether it be the farm bill. I want to be a vital asset for our 4th District, and that also includes small businesses and our rural Iowa communities. He hopes to remain on the House Budget Committee in the coming session. Feenster says the nation's ballooning debt will soon become unmanageable if it's not addressed soon. And that's why when we take the majority next year, in January, we have to look at our budget and we've got to start trimming it. We can't continue to go down this path of having this debt hanging around us. When our interest rates go up, uh, that means our bond yields rates go up, which costs our debt a lot more. So, you know, a year and a half or two years ago, we were spending 13% of our money coming in was just to pay our interest. Next year, it's going to be close to 18 or 19%. That gets you into a very quick debt spiral. And I've been preaching this. I've been talking to our caucus about this, is that we have got to get our fiscal house in order. And uh, I'm really worried about where it's headed right now. As of this morning, the nation's debt stood at an estimated $31.4 trillion. When it comes to committee assignments, Feenster says he'll be happy serving whether wherever he can have the most impact on constituent issues. And that's my whole goal is to get on committees that, that, can, that I can be an advocate uh, for the 4th District. And that's the goal here. Feenstra of Hull easily won re-election in November to his second term with 67.3% of the ballots cast. And we are going to take a quick break here, folks. We've got more news on the way after this on KCIM. Is there anything better than just sitting outdoors enjoying nature? Well, I mean, I guess this chair could be a recliner. That'd be better. But there definitely wouldn't be anything better than that. Unless, of course, the recliner had one of those fancy built-in massage things. <laughs> oh, and a bacon skillet. There's always a better way to do things. With triple-stacked Enlist E3 varieties for proven performance, Zitavo soybean seed is seed done right. Zitavo from MS Technologies is distributed exclusively by BASF. Always read and follow label directions. Winter is tough. Be tougher with Cub Cadet X-Series Snowblowers. With three levels of snow clearing power, this lineup is built to handle the harshest conditions. With features like push-button electric start and finger-controlled power steering, you'll make quick work of whatever winter throws your way. Get all the details at Haley Equipment and seize the season with the X-Series, engineered for extreme. Head to your locally owned Cub Cadet dealer, Haley Equipment in Carroll, for exceptional offers, expert advice, and superior service. Welcome back to KCIM's Midday News. I'm Nathan Cones reporting. A Carroll County cattle producer has been ordered to pay a $2,000 administrative penalty in connection to a large manure release earlier this year. According to a consent order filed December 5th, Brian Wendell, owner and operator of Wendell's feedlot located north of Dedham, reached an agreement with the Iowa Department of Natural Resources. On June 9th, staff determined manure was running into a tributary of Willie Creek from several nearby fields. DNR officials note the runoff appeared to be a result of oversaturation caused by recent heavy rainfall. In addition to the $2,000 penalty, Wendell is required to develop and implement procedures for employees to follow during future land applications. The DNR report notes no fish kills were identified following the June 9th release, but there were some minor issues noted with water quality concerns following the release. 
Iowa House Speaker Pat Grassley says he's created a new committee to consider an array of changes to Iowa's K-12 education system. The name of it, education reform, is as clear as it could be. Grassley says the panel will obviously focus on the much-discussed school choice initiative, giving money to parents who send their kids to private schools. That's a big part of it, but there also are other things that we need to look at as part of what we can do to not only make public schools better, we can give choice to parents, but we can also give flexibility to school districts. For example, a year ago, the House voted to increase state incentives for small school districts that share superintendents or other staff. Grassley expects other ideas to be included in the plan, like more spending flexibility for public schools and new pathways for teacher licensure. The goal would be at this point is to be kind of a, an education reform bill slash package, not just bill after bill after bill, meeting after meeting. The new House Education Reform Committee will have five members. Three will be Republicans, and that includes Grassley, who will be the chairman. House Minority Leader Jennifer Confirst will be one of the two Democrats on that panel. Frankly, I'm grateful that the committee exists because instead of getting lost in the chaos of all the other work that committees do, we can focus on this one and truly listen to what Iowans want about this, which, by the way, they don't want school vouchers. The 2023 Iowa legislative session begins in 21 days. And the head of the Iowa Democratic Party plans to step down in the wake of a vote by the National Party to put the South Carolina primary ahead of the Iowa Democratic caucuses. Ross Wilburn announced Saturday that he won't run for re-election as party chairman come January. In addition to losing their first-in-the-nation status, Democrats lost several key races last month as Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds and U.S. Senator Chuck Grassley cruised to re-election, and two longtime Democratic officeholders lost their positions. The next chairman will lead Iowa Democrats as they decide whether to comply with the National Party's decision or follow a state law that requires the caucuses to be held at least eight days before any other presidential nominating contest. Again, the move on the Democratic side for the caucuses does not affect the Republican caucuses uh, first in the nation status. And that is going to wrap up your KCIM Noon News for Monday, December 19th, 2022. For these stories and many more, be sure to check us out online by following us on Facebook and Twitter, on the web at 1380kcim.com or through the Carol Broadcasting mobile app available on Google Play and the Apple App Store. I'm Nathan Cones reporting.